Wait, for those two are live. Okay, no. so, so the podcast, podcast is live. Oh, all right. I'm Celeste. And I'm Amanda. And, and we, we are the boss, are the boss ladies. ladies. Fucking nailed it. We have a very special podcast today because there's no, like, I guess there's a takeaway always, but there's no, like, lesson. Um, it's Today's podcast is called The Craziest Week Ever. Um, and we actually have two of the craziest guests ever. Hi. Lovely We have intro. CJ Kojal and, and uh, Brie Brinker, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Close. I liked it, though. It works. Say it, say it though. Go for CJ it. CJ Kogel and Brie Brinker. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> You're sharing a mic, so if it gets weird, sorry. Okay, we'll get close. It's it already, already got weird on my Instagram story. Kind of reminds me of our first date. <laughs> I don't remember this. Feel free to introduce yourselves for everyone. Yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about you and why you're here and why you're wearing an Ellen. Oh, Ellen. And Ellen underwear. I'm a super fan. I do have a that you showed everyone. So tell, tell everyone who you are. Tell, tell them about what's your. What do you do for? No, oh, nice. Do I do work. Are you, yeah. are you employed? I am and employed. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what's your Instagram handle and how people can check you out? All right. CJ Kogel is my name. Instagram is at CJ Kogel. Mom's name is Susan. What's your blood type? <laughs> A negative. Mine too. Yeah. Cool. cool. If I bring yeah. like kind of like my grades. <laughs> um, dad's Chris. I live in New York City, but I'm a Florida boy. Uh, we actually came down initially to see my family and introduce this lovely lady to them. Um. Yes, this is Bree. She's dabbing, by the way. Yeah, something like that. She's she's <laughs> good at it. Uh, and then obviously the hurricane hit, so it was one of those opportunities where we were saying, okay, let's go down and actually do something good for people. So that got turned in from a vacation to coming down, so going so to the Keys. So you you guys both live in New York. Yes. And then you came down to South Florida to help with the destruction from Irma. Yes. Uh, where we were, we got really lucky. Uh, we're in the Deerfield. Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. We were supposed to get hit. We didn't. We just got, I mean, we did get hit. We had a lot of wind and rain damage and stuff, but um, you guys actually went down. Where'd you go to the Keys? Yeah, we, Marathon is where it got hit the most. Uh, you want to spike? So, uh, yeah, we drove down there yesterday, and it was, like, as far as you go, it just got worse and worse and worse, and it was just so eye-opening because when we first got here, it was my first time to the area in general. So I was like, man, it's so devastating. And then we like start driving and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. Really real, really fast. And, um, you know, we weren't as organized as most people should be. What do you mean? Uh, Meaning that we just went out on our own and we... That's so cool though. Like, who does that? That's awesome. uh, Clearly not a lot of people. (laughs) Um, Tell us the story that you told us earlier because you said, you know, you guys came by the office earlier and you said that um, you helped a woman out that had experienced looting. Yeah. And that that happens in a hurricane. Yeah, we were getting to the point where we were getting a little bit frustrated that we weren't actually making progress. And so we were like, okay, worst case scenario, we can take video footage and raise awareness because we've also started a fundraiser. So we're getting out the car, taking all this video, and I look across the street and this woman is having a, a little bit of a struggle and so I walked over to her I was like hey ma'am like is there any way you you actually need help did she think that you were a looter no she looked at me with like welcome eyes (laughs) he also had on an emoji nerd t-shirt like surprise surprise (laughs) there oh it was so cute but yeah she was like actually I really could use some help like she owns a deli market called grassy key outpost um, and she needed some help loading things up. Her whole so place wait, so was she flooded. Was a boss lady too. Super boss yeah. lady. And she also owned another restaurant a little bit further down. And so we were able to help her out. And she has supplies for us. We didn't have any supplies because, again, 
Hashtag not prepared. You're like, You're like hey, we're here to rescue you. Do you have anything to write? Like, guess what? We're from, <laughs> we're from New York. But uh, was her no, restaurant we destroyed too? Honestly, we couldn't tell you because we were so focused on this one spot. But she had been, you know, working so hard to prepare for the hurricane. Then the hurricane actually hits and her employees are scattered. So she's doing most of it by herself with her uh, husband. I believe their names are Carolyn Anthony. Um, but anyway, she was telling us that they had had problems with looters. So somebody had broken in, tried to steal a bunch of their stuff. Somebody had a gun with which to Ooh, keep Ooh, them like a little. Story. Right? Dun, dun, dun. And, did, you, um, did you guys make this up? <laughs> <laughs> so they were able to keep this guy at gunpoint until the cops came. And this guy got seven years because he was, you know, dicking around during a so national so disaster. So it's, it wow. it's a, a harsher punishment if it's during a natural disaster. Yeah, I mean, like, day. if you're more of a loser, you so get so more of a... Just for future <laughs> reference <laughs> for me, um, <laughs> if I was looting and it wasn't during a natural disaster, what would I get? Do you know? You're the tag of being an ass. Like <laughs> still an ass. <laughs> stop looting. <laughs> You're like, yeah, hey, by yeah. the way, just please stop looting because yeah, that's, that's not cool of you. CJ, will I, you tell everybody what your um, link is? I put it in the notes on Facebook, and mm -hmm. then for anybody that's listening on the podcast, I'm going to put it in the show notes okay. so they'll be able to find it. But Oh, thank you. Yeah, so it's http colon forward slash forward slash spot dot fund forward slash Florida Strong. Thank you. That's a pretty strong... Like Florida strong. URL, yeah. I was Florida I like strong. We didn't have enough time, but I wanted to make a little, you know, Florida kind of like this. You guys don't know, but he flexed for those of you who are listening on the podcast. I don't know why. <laughs> so you have several. But I want to flex like the little kids flex. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they don't know how. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> punching yeah. themselves in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're cute. Um, um, so, so you guys, that's fucking awesome. It was cool. Actually. That's really cool. I, it, what was interesting is you can raise money, but to go out there and actually put your hands on things and help was harder to find. And that was the frustrating part because, yeah, we maybe not have gloves, but we had manpower. We had the you wanting. Had yeah, we did. No, but really, like, you, you go down there, and then as you keep going down, you see the homes across the street. You see jet skis on the side of the road, and then it starts hitting you, okay, this is real. And uh, being a Florida boy and going through a lot of hurricanes, you see it on TV. You're in New York City. You see it. come, And then when you come down here and see and it in real life, it's really You don't for sure know, like, because the news hypes everything yeah. up. So it's like you don't know how bad things are. Yeah. And, like... I was like, I'm not being a baby or anything, but <laughs> I'm a huge baby. <laughs> um, uh, my entire family, friends, like my whole system is from Houston. Okay. And so they got devastated by Harvey and like my cousin, she just had a baby. She's a teacher. She just got married. She lost her house. And like, it's real. so, and, and people like JJ Watts and like, you know, tons of celebrities got together and raised millions of dollars. I donated every time I was at the grocery store. Like I, you know, like every time I could, I would donate just because it's like, even if my grandma's house didn't flood, like her neighbors might have, or you know, there was so much damage, and it was just like so crazy. And I was like, "Am I? <laughs> like, it's my all my life, you know, my whole family, everybody in Houston, and then like we get one like a week later or whatever. It was just like, crazy. It's wild. And, yeah, it's like is a world ending. I think that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I think the theme of the whole day was people don't know where to begin. You know, like, yeah, yeah, where do you start? Yeah, so we, you know, started this fundraiser and it was doing pretty good. And we're like, neato. And then we get down there and we're like, oh, yeah. like yeah. boats are overturned, houses are upside down, and houses are across the street from where they originally were. And you're uh, this poor lady, she was just like, I'm so overwhelmed. She was like, I got a hurricane brain. 
Like, I, I can't even tell you. She's like, if you see something that you think that you can handle, please go for it. It was just overwhelming. Oh, wow. You guys helped yeah. her. Like, she, it, that probably changed her life, seriously. It was cool. She's like, hey, let's connect. When you, when everything's back up and running, come down. Enjoy the place. Like, you get a free meal. Oh, yeah. There's so no way. It you like a 10% discount. So just for perspective, like, how long do you guys think it's going to really realistically oh, take to get these these towns back up and running? Exactly. Rebuilding the entire thing, right? So... Like, w- before you get into the keys in general, they have a, a point where you have to prove that you're going in there for something, paperwork for something. Unfortunately, my dad's a firefighter paramedic, so I was able to show his badge and they let us through. So that's just one point. And then you get to marathon where stuff really starts getting hairy and bad. We, d- we weren't able to go into that part. And so I'm assuming what we saw is so much worse when you keep going deeper. Wow. And at that point, I mean, you like, she's, like Bree said, where do you start? Because all the streets are just lined with destruction. Yeah. So you're, you, I'm assuming big trucks go and just kind of scoop it up. Right, right. Trees, like I don't know what you do with the trees. It's yeah, we can't even like separate things. Of when we got back from, um, wait, so because the manor, they have an evacuation story, and then mine was different. But when I, I came back on Monday, and the the worst part was Saturday night, Sunday. Um, when I got back, I, I actually went to Miami and stayed in the courthouse. It was like it's a bomb building, like all my pets and my mom and everything. And then so we drove. So it was weird. We were driving like, into it. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. There was no one on the road. It was like I, I was like, I am legend. Yeah, yeah. I was like, am I Wilson? <laughs> and um, <laughs> actually similar. You look similar. <laughs> it's yeah. it's the resemblance is uncanny. Um, so I so we drove into the storm like on Saturday morning and then drove back on Monday morning and it was just like nothing was ro- nothing was wrong on the freeway. There's just tree like uh, leaves and branches and stuff and then there's one boat warehouse that I, I, I watched it as I drove into Miami before the hurricane. The entire and, and they had didn't have any coverage and there was like 30 boats stored in there and you can see all the boats. It was completely like every boat every, the entire building was destroyed. I heard they didn't have a wall. I heard that Aventura got a really, really bad, like got hit pretty badly, but nobody's talking about it. I'm wondering if maybe that's the area you went through. Maybe I, because it was uh, like just north of Miami. Right. So just getting out of Miami. Okay. Um, Right. No, I don't know. I don't know directions. I think the beautiful (laughs) thing is when you see these things happen. This gives a chance for everybody to understand that there's still really good humans out there. People are coming along helping. We saw a huge RV just full of food and water, stopping anybody who needed food. Uh, and you even saw the lady whose place basically got ruined. She's, there's other people that have it worse than us. You know, th- the mentality yeah. was yeah. everybody was like, even when we stopped to say, hey, do you need help? Like, oh, no, there's other people who need it more than us. Or we stopped at a friend's Aww. house. I can do this by myself. Go help people who need it. So, um in negative, there's always positive. Yeah. I yeah. really believe that. Definitely. It, it made people come together a lot. Definitely. And the same with in Texas and Louisiana and stuff. And then now here, like, I did some post about it or whatever, or it was an Insta story or something, but it was, like, so crazy because I was one of those people that was crazily trying to find plywood because I got, because I rent and my um, landlord doesn't have shutters and I don't have hurricane windows. So I was like, oh, shit. And so, like, I, I elevated all my furniture. Me and my mom, like, by ourselves. I had to go ask a neighbor to help me with the couch. And then I waited in line for, like, three hours at this, like, secret place to get plywood. And there's all these people just trying to, like, protect their house and stuff. And so, like, I was eighth in line and there was, like, 200 people, right? I got there super, because it was a secret spot. And then it, I have a, a Yukon. And so I was like, oh, for sure it'll fit. And it didn't. And so, like, I was like, 
what do I do? And so there was like three people that were like, oh, I have a rope, I have a bungee, I'll do this. And they tied it for yeah. me and they were like, and they were like, okay, so when you get home, this is how you get it off. And like, the, you know, and like nobody had to help me because I was ahead of everyone. And they could have been like, oh, you're a dick. <laughs> like you got plywood and I didn't. But literally every, it was just like the spirit of like everyone helping yeah. everybody. It's it was like, is nice. Yeah. It sucks that it takes like a, Natural disaster. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and, and just like that story, I, I keep hearing other people who have had the opposite happen where they'll go somewhere for supplies and they'll be the ones who gets enough for them and their family. And other people are like yelling at them, complaining because they didn't get any, you know? So it, yeah. it really brings out the maybe the, the right. Absolutely. People. Or yeah. people's like true. Or their true, true colors. colors. Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah. It's really interesting. Definitely. Uh, on that. Do more of what makes <laughs> you happy. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody Sorry, I just, I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> you ever played the game where you just start reading whatever you see in the room and add it into the sentence? <laughs> no, no but we should have, have way more things to read in here now. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then you have, whoever comes on the show has to, there's like a game you have to play where they have to find certain things and use it. I'm just gonna have like first words written on the Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> butts. Big old butts on her shirt. <laughs> You never told people if you have a job, so now the whole world is going to think that. <laughs> You're like, this guy is really skirting around the issue. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's just trying to get famous by is using you natural disasters. You, you know what I think is awesome? We're just gonna get, we're just gonna keep passing this off. I'm not gonna answer it. <laughs> so yeah, so talk more about what we experienced this week. Let's talk about you, babe. Yeah, mm -hmm. I actually have a job. Yeah, it's really wonderful. It's very similar to your job. Uh, we're both fitness trainers in the city, so that was our whole. Now it seems really silly, but our whole thing was we've got manpower. Let's go out there and move some things. He's doing the flex again. Like, well, I'm going to pick up 74 trees by myself. <laughs> With no gloves. With no gloves. Do you guys have splinters? Uh, That's a real question. In, in no, shorts. You know, the lady that we ended up helping gave us gloves. <laughs> and she said, again, she let us Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So we get this text from my cousin. She's like, hey, my friend needs some help on mile mic, uh, mile mic or Mile marker 100. Wow. Yeah, I'm not a public speaker. <laughs> Get that out the way. Um, we're on like 56, so we shoot up and we pull up, and she looks at us. She goes, "You ain't got no truck." <laughs> so much so sass for someone coming to help. I was huh? like, "No." Well, you, well, you were in a Prius. In a Prius. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's like, like "We're saving the environment <laughs> and you." Yeah. We need a truck. We're good. You guys can go. <laughs> like, okay. My bad. I thought the Prius was dope. I go and I rent a car. I'm like, hey, what's the corniest thing I can get? Because I don't want to be the guy who rents the convertible Camaro. You know, it's just like... He no rolls up to help. Like, do you have a minivan? Preferably an old one. sick. He rolls up to help in an H2. Yeah. Something like, better gas, the better, babe. Dad. Oh, oh that was a really good high five. Yeah. That's good. The bad goal bad. of high fives is to look at the other person's elbow. Oh and you my, never oh my God. Did Am I, do you guys know that? He, I tell he that tells us that he, all the time. Yeah. I just I preach that to people. He's told me that since I met him. It's sad because <laughs> as a white male, I miss all the time in pivotal moments. I'm like, right. Yeah. Right. I'm like, yeah. Mm. And you embarrass yourself, and then you complete your stereotype. So I, Which I do a lot. Tell people every time I'm like, hey, look at my elbow, and they're like, they're like, think I'm tricking them. Like I'm gonna yeah. blow them in the face. And I'm like, no, no. And then I make them do it with it, and then without it, and they're like, oh my god. Yeah. They're like, I wonder if I look at her elbow if she's gonna spear me. I'm like, hey, look, 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 look at my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> missing on purpose. Okay. <laughs> 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 pointing down through my eyes. <laughs> 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 
setting us back. That is one of the lot. funniest things you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, babe, I'm not looking. <laughs> babe, I swear I'm not looking, babe. Uh, okay, okay. What so, so Chris and Amanda. <laughs> well, actually, before we get into that, because some of the people that are listening on Facebook didn't catch everything that you said. And Yvette thought you said that you were at the courthouse under arrest. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> well, yeah. like, like, it's sorry. not that far fetched. <laughs> if, if you know anything about, about me. me. Um, <laughs> she broke a sink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was not uh, arrested this time. Um, actually, no, I went down. I had a friend who works in the building who, um, if you were an employee or like whatever, or a family of you know someone that worked there you could come and seek refuge. And so I slept on <laughs> I slept on uh, three couch cushions laid out on the floor and I used a uh, coat jacket as a blanket. Such a ref- like just to be dramatic, I had a blanket. No, I'm just kidding. But it was um, it was fun and it was nice and we had, we were running on generators the whole time because everybody lost power. And my animals, uh, well, I have just one dog, but my mom, I brought my mom with me and then her, she has two chihuahuas and a cat who's a, such a, Asshole, and so uh, we yeah, had to keep her in the kennel. <laughs> <laughs> it was no offense, cat people. <laughs> no one, no one here is a cat <laughs> person. <Take> offense, <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate cats. Like she's a huge asshole. I actually rescued her when I was like 18, and then she acts like I didn't rescue her. Rude. Anyway, so my mom has her now, and <laughs> and um, <laughs> they really are. Let that be a lesson to anyone who's gonna rescue a cat. Anyways, um, so it was. I it was not under arrest this time, and it was just like, and I was very grateful to have like. A place to go and feel safe. How does one go about finding that place? It seems like a very interesting place to find yourself at. Like, was there an Instagram oh. post that's like, "Hey, it's safe here." Hey, drive into the storm. <laughs> yeah. hey guys, come to the courthouse. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, a, mom. There's a courthouse on <laughs> Marathon <laughs> Island. Hey guys, come here. No worries. <laughs> Just drive into the storm and bring all of your loved ones. <laughs> this and your person was trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you fell for it. <laughs> it was natural selection, but somehow Celeste survived. It's like a, it's like a bad used cars commercial. So, so I was not under arrest, but there was a cell block, and I got to see it, but there was uh, no like, there was no pictures or anything, yeah. there, so unfortunately. And uh, so. Well, you made I'm, it. That's good. I'm alive. Yeah, you're here. I, I, I like have a, like a teardrop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She's got a teardrop outline. You can make it. <laughs> so great. Oh, <laughs> okay, so that's my story. And I'm good. My actually, my windows were still boarded up until today, and um, I had someone come and help me because he felt like he was like you're a refugee and you have no sunlight in your house, and I just couldn't do it myself because I I ended up having to buy the super thick plywood because they were out of the the lighter stuff, and it was like such a bitch to board up my stuff, but I, I wasn't gonna risk it, so I've had. I came back on Monday and then couldn't do it myself. And then we, what, what day did we leave for the Olympia? Thursday. Thursday. And so, like, we were just so busy. Our, I was, like, stormproofing the warehouse and, like, everything and helping my mom. So I didn't have time to take uh, – I don't even know what day it is. Whatever. We were, whatever we're here it is. for I one have, day and then we left again. I didn't have again. time. Yeah, Jeez. I didn't have time. You guys didn't get back till Wednesday. So yeah. when we flew up Thursday morning and we didn't even know if we were going to make it. Yeah. So um, I, like, literally just got the boards off my windows today and um, – We'll probably wake up at a normal time tomorrow and feel like a normal person. Because you know when you don't have sunlight, yeah. you you're like, what day is? It's kind of like a courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dark. <laughs> First of all, there was a ton of windows in there. Um, anyway, so 
Christian and Amanda, what did you guys do for the hurricane? <laughs> so I panicked on that oh, Wednesday. Oh, you did. You did. And you, you got, I cried. <laughs> yes. I had a breakdown on Wednesday. Because um, you guys wanted to leave. And I was like, I'm not ready. Because I, like, I still want to do stuff for the warehouse and my house. So like, it was this whole, it was so dramatic. And I'm usually not dramatic. But I like legit had a breakdown and cried. And Chris was like, okay, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> you were around two babes having breakdowns? <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. And then I'm also dealing oh, with Amanda's oh, yeah. mother, who they, just wasn't answering. Yeah. Chris was like, he literally said, okay, oh. I'm done oh. talking to oh. you. <laughs> he literally <laughs> did. Hormones. <laughs> <laughs> so on Wednesday, we found out that the storm was going to come st- basically straight through us. I think it was either moving faster or there was, some, I don't know, something Bouge said, because Bouge knows. Uh, she mentioned that, she, that her and her father were leaving that night. And something went off in my head, and I was like, we have to leave. Drop everything. We're leaving. And I literally made everybody stop working. That's not even, like, she's not Yeah, yeah she's not exactly. that's what I started crying. Right. And I, so, I mean, I literally only agreed for two reasons. Because, A, I knew if I didn't, like, actually listen and go, then my life was going to be a pain in the ass. Smart boyfriend. And then, <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> and then also, if I waited and then it took us even longer to drive, I was going to get yelled at for the entire time we had to drive. Super <laughs> smart boyfriend. Right. Yeah, I don't take note, man. He was only, co- no. He was only considering himself. <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> it is. It really was. <laughs> so we... Um, no, but he was, you know, trying to make you feel at ease. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I've lived in Florida for, like, 12 years, and this is the only hurricane that's really ever scared the crap out of me. And... Well, there was, like, the strongest storm in history. Right. Category, there, was, there was, like, fake news about it being a Category 6 and stuff, which freaked people I don't, out, too. I don't remember hearing yeah. that. Well, it wasn't actually fake news. If it went up another right. like ten degrees or ten miles an hour, ones. then they and were going to change. And just after seeing what happened in Houston, I think right. everyone was terrified. People were panicking. You know, yeah. so I, I told him like, let's figure out where we're going. We have to. We actually, our original plan was to fly to Vegas early, and um, Celeste was going to drive with all the animals and her mom and dude. I was hard. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, because my mom has three animals and she, first of all, like would have a panic attack as would I flying all of them. And she's like worse than me with anxiety. And so I was like, okay, whatever. If we evacuate, I have to take my mom with me. So I'll drive. And then she had an issue with her mom and her sister. Because my mom had my, I needed to get my mom out of here. My mom, my sister live here too. So Celeste offered to, to drive my mom. And then, after that crazy Wednesday, the break, the she was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. So I was like, okay, well, we got to figure something out then with, with my mom. So we ended up packing my car and driving to Tampa at night. So there was like not a lot of traffic. Because the other thing I was hearing was that there was like so much traffic to get well, out was, of Florida. There was no, no gas. gas just bumper to bumper. No so we were like, we need to be really strategic about this. If we're going to get out, we need to leave at a certain time. It has to be at night. So he figured out, he like got us a hotel and we drove to Tampa. We were in Tampa for like two days and then we were w- constantly watching the storm and the storm was moving west. So it was no longer coming to where we are. It was going to Tampa. They were at the beach like every day. Well, so no, no, well, no, not no, in Tampa. No, not not so <laughs> Tampa was really boring. Um, but we're sitting in Tampa and I had like this round two of the panic attack. I was like, we're leaving tonight. Like, that's it. 
figure it out. We're leaving tonight. And so Chris is on the computer trying to find a place to go. And uh, oops, sorry, I'm all excited. He's like Googling what drugs you can do to make you go to sleep. I was like, how do you spell Ambien? So, oh, mind you, I had like all my weapons on me too. I had like, I gave my mom an extra taser. I was like, this is for you. Hey, hey. Amanda has knives, tasers. She's got a gun. She's all sticking with you, girl. Everywhere we went, I had like all my shit on me and I'm watching everyone. I was like in like full survival mode the whole week. She is legend. I felt bad if anybody like did something stupid. So, so then we ended up in um in Destin, which is this awesome little town in the the Panhandle of Florida. It's like all the way as as northwest as you can get, but still on the beach. Um, and it was beautiful. Yeah, it was Destin, absolutely gorgeous. Really we had pretty. never been there, and it ended up turning into like a forced vacation. But it was it was amazing. Like at that point in time, then I finally relaxed. No, nobody like, go okay. there in early September because I like to keep it quiet. <laughs> it was nice. No, no, they have a season just like we do here yeah. in like Boca and whatever. Yeah. It's like there's always a season for the tour. Well, they all yeah. told us that the season ended the weekend before. So we got there right after, like, most people were leaving. But we ended up finding other refugees there (laughs) that were, like, coming from Tampa or, like, from Miami. You told me you made friends with, like, an ex-stripper who told you her life story. She was awesome. Oh, no, no, she she wasn't a refugee. No, she She wasn't. She was a local. Um, But we had a blast, and it ended up... What happened? She's like, you're making fun of me. (laughs) She's going... "Mm -hmm." And out of nowhere, after, like, five minutes, I was saying... Boom. Where was <laughs> <laughs> that, that was your, that was your, listen, there's just been too many years of me teaching group fitness and having a microphone, being able to say whatever I want, whenever I want, and nobody can talk back because I'm the only one with the mic. <laughs> so I feel very, oh, also you, you can, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're, like, you're the, the boss. So again, I feel very comfortable on a microphone. <laughs> I like whatever you're adding. She's in the front of class. She's like, I'm Ufasa. And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, she's a G. <laughs> I love it. They listen. I listen. <laughs> yeah, it's true. She, and she terrorizes me. Bo- Boo's just tuned in, so we have to stop and talking shit. Yeah. Oh, um, he's going to come to the front and show you guys how to do it. Oh, man. And all these babes. This is another one of those situations where I realize that I'm the fifth wheel, and it never happens until I'm deep into it. And I'm like, like, like laughing, looking at my significant other, and there's not one. <laughs> Sus is like, oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love being single. It's nice. But it, this is not. This has happened before. We were, uh, Amanda and I and Chris. We were in New York for. We did the seminar at this Tom for Paws um, event for the Humane Society, and like uh, a couple of our ambassadors came up and were a part of it. And so we took them all to. Was it breakfast? Yeah. I think it was like a, late, a brunch or whatever. And then so I'm like, <laughs> the lady's like, how many people? And I'm like six. <laughs> like, was, uh, it's five of us. And then I sat down for like a couple of minutes and I was like looking, looking around, around and like trying oh, to figure oh, out oh, where who is the fifth wheel was. Oh no. She's like, Simon, Simon. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it's okay. It just turns into like a thing. Insert all like the motivational <laughs> stuff we tell people all the time. <laughs> you like pull a note out of your pocket yeah. of things that you could say so, to me. That um, just focus on yourself. <laughs> uh, the better you are, the more you require from him. Yeah. You guys are good at this. Yeah. Um, it's just already. not a lot of guys out there who are worth your time. <laughs> it's it's not you. It's oh, them. It's, it's them. not <laughs> them. It's not them. It's you. <laughs> yeah, you're really good at this, guys. <laughs> The we stuff try. you say on accident is the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20%. That is true. That is true. 
Oh, okay. So <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> out of my love life. Um, but so we then we had the fun ride back. So you guys, you guys had to face all of the traffic going. Okay, because Florida's nature's wing, right? So there's like. Um, it's what? Nature's oh, wing. I thought that was Manhattan. America's wing. Oh, Manhattan's a. Looks like Florida one too. Is That's way. good. Yeah, I get it. We could Wang? You, is that wang. is that the, what the cool kids are saying now? Wang? <laughs> penis. <laughs> penis. Wang. I've never heard that either. <laughs> wang. She said penis <laughs> out of such disgust. This <laughs> so wang. Fucking awesome. Wang means penis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here, this is good to know. Attention. In, yeah. In you heard it here first, I think. Kids. <laughs> or maybe thirty-year-olds. Pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, if you're yeah, if you're above. <laughs> okay, so I just called Florida America's wang, okay. and then so basically my point was that you have to drive like 10 or 12 hours just to get out of Florida. So you're literally only, your only option is to go north if you're trying to get out of Florida. So it's like, that's why I didn't want to evacuate because I was like, well, shit, like, is there going to be gas? Is there going to be this? Is there going to be that? Am I going to kill my mom in the car? I don't know. Like, so 10, 12 hours, I, I, I just didn't know what was going to, what to expect. So like you guys, you you know, separated, separated out your trip to Tampa and then to Destin, but then, but then you had to face the, it took what it took you to qualify. Well, I mean, I, I actually wish that we had, back. we had just gone to Destin in the first place or to Miramar Beach because I really think we would have hit less traffic. Um, the fact that we stopped and then started again, everybody in Tampa had like that night decided, decided the same thing and started to leave. So instead of. It wasn't that bad though. Cause we drove at night. Every time we drove at night, we just didn't sleep. Yeah, well, slept. they slept. Oh, yeah. oh you slept <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they all slept for ten hours. <laughs> I, I had three people and a dog snoring, and then I was driving. Oh, like, I feel you, Chris. I got you. Can we talk about like you're not only the super nicest guy, but your arms look massive. Man. He's like, He's like I've been flexing this whole right? time. <laughs> so, uh, he just passes out real quick. <laughs> Pretending to check his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin really reminds me. <laughs> oh, we, uh, we're all flexing right now, by the way. Uh, by the way, Boosh just, well, Boosh tuned in a little while ago. We've still been talking shit about her, but she said that it took her 18 hours to get to North Carolina. So, uh, Boosh, is, which is our customer service rep, Lil Bougie, she's usually here on Tuesday nights, but we kicked her out. And she, just kidding, Bougie, we love you. She drove all the way to South Carolina with her dad because uh, she has family there. And she went to North Carolina, which is even further. Yeah, North Carolina. She went, she yeah. went to North? Oh, uh, Represent. Um, okay. mm-hmm. Hey, Pie. Don't want to raise up. I know that one too. Yo, Yo look, Amanda does know oh some rap, God. huh? Good for you. <laughs> um, so it took Booge what? She's 18, 18 hours. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, it's, it was so supposed yeah. to take us like seven hours. It said about seven hours and forty-five minutes with stopping. It took us twelve hours. But we're all safe. We're alive. We are here. No the way I felt when I got here, I wasn't sure if I was safe. <laughs> <laughs> we were delirious for like. Well, well, well then, then the next well, day, that's why because they, they, so, so, so I, so our situation, our situation was different. Like they got back Wednesday night or d- 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 it was like, no, it was mid morning because yeah. we, we left so at, oh, actually it was supposed to be earlier, but nobody was ready. So we left at like <laughs> 10 or 10 30. I was like, thanks guys. I just have to drive now. Well, so, so then you, so we had made a decision before you guys left and before I started crying <laughs> that we were like, screw the Olympia. If, you know, worst comes to worst, we don't go this year, fine. We didn't have a booth. We didn't ship anything out there. We were going for a seminar and just to, like, you know, go uh, for meetings and just to socialize. And, and for me, it was important for me to go to, like, so everyone knew I wasn't dead. And, um, like, after everything that happened to me this year. So, um, we, 
you know, that and that was a huge pressure on me too, because I'm like, I'm not packed for any of it. Like, do, what about they find tens? I was like, do I get tens right now? And I, was like, I was like, on the verge of tears. By the way, we only knew we were going to the Olympia for three months. No, but we weren't, like, we didn't expect a hurricane to hit us, so, like, nothing was ready, like, and I, anyway, so we were like, okay, worst comes to worst, we don't come to... I know better than to comment on this stuff. I was like, okay, you want to come board up my window, CJ? I'm going in the doghouse over you, making a comment. I like how he says, and then he looks at me for validation. I'm like, no. You're like, not making contact. No. Um, so, anyways, I'm going to turn my body I already went through it, so... So, we were like, okay, let's make a decision. Like, it's okay if we don't go to Olympia this year. Like, our safety is more important, you know, taking care of our houses and our family and so whatever is better. So, like, I didn't know what time they were going to get back or what day they were going to get back. And so, Chris had moved our flights to Thursday morning. And our seminar that we had planned was on Thursday afternoon in Vegas. <laughs> so, we, like, all of us, we, like, met in the morning at the airport. And we were just, I was like, I'm, I'm dead. Like, <laughs> I didn't even bring my dog. I bring my dog everywhere. But um, he was, he, I'm super high anxiety, and so he feeds off of it, and he was, like, really not good the whole week with the whole hurricane and everything, and so I left him with my mom instead of making him fly for five hours on a plane, and um, so I was like, ugh, you know, whatever, and then they, I don't even know if you guys were packed for the Olympia or whatever, I packed. I actually took all of my Olympia stuff t- with me to Destin, because I didn't know, again, like he said, if we were going to fly out from Tampa, so I right. lugged all that shit with me, and when I got back, I just took the Destin stuff out, and Mom then... Mom's like, why do you have a sparkly tube right? in here? We're <laughs> escaping yeah. a hurricane. Why, why no. aren't there rhinestone heels in here and a booty scrunch? <laughs> she's, she's like, Amanda, here, take back your um, glitter thong, and I was like, no, it's mine. It's mine. Her mom would share the glitter thong. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the only one that wears glitter thong. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, Ellie's glitter thong. The trust tree. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> the trust nest. Uh, it was the trust nest. This is the trust tree. So... So it was really crazy getting there, and you know we're across the country from Las Vegas. So we got there, and I, I didn't say anything, but I, I was like, so Amanda needed to get her hair done. And I was like, okay, let me book it because like there's this app called Glam, and I have it on my phone, and I booked before. It's all hooked up. So it's I was actually like, very so cool because I can't do my own hair. Awesome. It was Chris's idea, and he was like, hey, can you book it for her because we didn't. No, no, no. no we, it was his idea to like book it for Amanda because yeah. like she needed to get her hair done before this event. So and we we were supposed to land at one thirty, and we needed to be at the event by at least four thirty. But the Las Vegas airport is giant and horrible, and I wanted to cry. And like it took a while to get our luggage, and then Uber shit to get an Uber was like I lost like a year of my life, like just because we had to make it to the hotel in time for Amanda to get her, her hair done and then to change and get ready and then go all the way to the event at Protein House. And so it was so stressful. And Chris was like, oh, we'll be at the hotel by two. And we didn't... Okay, we, didn't we, left, we left early but landed yeah, late, which made no sense. And yeah. then it took like 45 minutes for these morons to deplane, which get up, grab your bag, walk off the plane. Mm. Nobody could do that. It was amazing to me. They just stood there looking at us. And I'm like, it's kind of hot. You know, we're in Vegas. So I was like, okay, now we're behind. And then we called an Uber, and well, actually, somebody wanted to get a taxi, and then we got. Okay, I went. He, I go, hey guys, you wait for the luggage. I'm gonna go check the taxi line. There was like ten people in line. Oh, that's not and, normal. And then I was like, we're good. And then so we get our bags like five minutes later, and we go out, and there was like 150 people. Like, not, like, nine planes, I think, landed at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. And so we li- like literally, you're staying there for baggage, and there's more and more people coming in. Yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna that's what I know the taxi line to be like. 
that's well, nuts. Yeah, that people are at getting their baggage. Baggage claim would just never make sense to me. Why we stand so close? You sh- yeah, you should have so seen close. these old women that brought fifty pound bags oh. and then they went to pull them off the be- belt and I watched one of them chase her bag for like five feet oh. to me. Chris, Chris finally got <laughs> him. with those arms. <laughs> well, not bad. He's, he's still flexing. Yeah, he does it on purpose. He's trying to find who he can help. <laughs> you need Take help. Him with you to marathon. <laughs> he, he, yeah. pun- he did push-ups in the bathroom. Yeah. He like, rolled up his sleeves a little bit. I took the little like carry-on bag and I was like, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Just do Come on. They're like, what are you doing? I'm stretching. <laughs> hey, you ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> you ain't fooling no one. They loved you. <laughs> they did. Oh, what's not so, so yeah, yeah, it was like super shitty trying to get. Finally got an Uber. It's funny we make, made friends with these two guys there because they were the same like decision that we had to go through. Is like, oh, do we wait in this line, or is it gonna be harder to get an Uber? What do we do? Call my mom. I don't know. And so we. So I think they, they said we that like, actually. We were like, okay, let's just let's do the taxi line because the Uber thing seems so difficult because you had to like pull all your stuff, go walk through like a garage, go up a floor, and like and and we wait for the Uber and there. It, it was just like insane, and there was equal amount of people waiting at both. And so the dudes we met, they were, we all decided to go wait in the cab line, and we waited for like five seconds, and we were like, nope. And so then we walked all the way, and it was hot. I, I was wearing a sweatshirt for like a dummy, and I, I'm always sweating, so that was my mistake. But so we, we get up there, and um, it took, what, 20 minutes? For the Uber, it was faster like, than I like seven, I, I, but it kept saying seven it minutes. It, it, no, it, it, no, it, took, it, said it took about fifteen minutes, but it, it, it literally was, was like seven minutes, seven minutes. Yeah. Oh, we moved seven minutes, and I was like, yeah. So we finally got to the hotel by three, and we needed to leave by like minimum, like absolute latest by four thirty. She still had a hair appointment. We had to like not look like death and do our makeup and hair and everything, and we ended up making it. No, we didn't. We were late. Yeah, we were late. They don't need makeup. Babe, you don't need makeup. <laughs> I do tell that her that, and then I get yelled at worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't understand, Chris. You don't understand women. You're Chris. fresh as a daisy all yeah. the time. All yeah, the time. Chris always looks perfect. <laughs> it's not hard to cut your hair. All like of that, that actually came out, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but we had her like a super awesome uh, hairstylist that came and did her hair. She was really cool. Made a new friend. And, she, and we have the same birthday. <laughs> what are the odds? You guys got it right? Um, so now we have a new hair girl mm-hmm. in Vegas if we need one. And then we actually, so we left and we had to get an Uber to Protein House and we were late, but everything worked out. Like it ended up, we ended up doing this kind of like public podcast situation because it wasn't a, it wasn't kind of, it wasn't an event where we could be like, Hey, let's do a seminar. It was more of like a private, like, Hey, let's all sit down. If people have questions, they can listen or like, cause we had an extra microphone. And so it ended up being great. And Larissa is she's amazing. She's incredible. She is so smart and like. Who's Larissa? Larissa, Larissa Rice. Rice. Uh, so, um, so she is a... She's a, a uh, you introduced her so well, she loved it. I did. I did. I'm like... <laughs> okay. So, no, so she's, a, she's an IFBB figure pro. She's basically like super iconic in the fitness industry. Um, she's traveled the world. She's been... Uh, she's a cover model and... She's very iconic in the fitness industry and she's an entrepreneur. Yeah, she owns a protein house out in Vegas. Well, she, she also... She's the co-creator, so she's the franchisee for... Or Franchiser, I guess, for yeah. Protein House. Right. right. So she's and, and she's um she's Brazilian. Yeah. So her English is not even her first language. And so she has this like crazy story of how she got here. She had to learn English. She came to America with five hundred dollars in her pocket. Like yeah. that was it. She has a such a cool story, and she's got such yeah. She was amazing. She legit has such a insane story and attitude and outlook and like just such a beautiful. Heart we we weren't expecting that. We didn't honestly. We, we didn't know, know what to her. expect. Yeah. So yeah. other than what we see on you see, you see social, social media, yeah. I've met her maybe once, just a brief like yeah, you know, hello. Same, just and, quick. And, and she just 
is such a boss. And um, so it was a really cool podcast. And like the sound was a little bit off because we we're like, I, I don't talk right in the mic, but and it was loud in there. But um, <laughs> um, so I like have the mic in my mouth right now. Um, but it was it was amazing. And so it was to me it was very successful, yeah. even though we had had such a crazy week leading into yeah. it. And then after that, it was just expos and. Kind of relaxing, chilling a little it, bit. It was it was different because <coughs> for anyone who's ever been to the Olympia, if you've ever worked booth or own a company that, <laughs> oh everyone's flexing in. I'm flexing. Um, Chris has been flexing the entire time. The word Olympia makes you. It does make you flex. It's like if you don't flex, there's something wrong. Flexing my calves. If I do that, I'll get a cramp for sure. But so it was just so different for all of us because. Joe Cocker didn't have a booth, Social Bodies didn't have a booth. And every year, I know for me that I've been, which is literally the past 10 years, I've either worked someone else's booth, were, you know, had my company there, I worked for the, did signings for the WWE, like always were. Um, one year I did like 72 live interviews for like Gaspari on the, the live feed they have. So I've always been used to it being like so draining and like takes like a your schedule, soul. just tight yeah. schedule, back to back things. So it was just different. We didn't have a booth and have to worry about the setup or the inventory or like any of those things. We didn't have appearances. We just reconnected with people, saw people that we know from the industry, um, had a couple meetings and, uh, it was just nice. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. I had like a crazy night Saturday. <laughs> Going back to the uh, podcast quick, quick, if you guys didn't hear last week's podcast, uh, you can check it out on our iTunes channel. So if you're listening to this one, just go back to the previous one in the feed. And it's honestly one of the best ones we've done. Uh, both Amanda and, Celeste with Larissa was just amazing. The questions that they asked, she answered better than I could have expected. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. What I she's find great about that story is one of my best friends came from a different country as well, and he has this mentality. Uh, he calls it the immigrant mentality, but it's almost this fire inside of him to make a better life for his family. <laughs> and it's amazing that he came over here with nothing, and now he just works his tail off. Uh, his parents were deported at one point, but he's financially stable enough to bring them back into the country that's, that's wow amazing. and it's like it's almost a benefit to have that work ethic it's a, it's a, you know yeah. like you grew up a different way like you were born here you're privileged you had things handed to you or whatever it is like i'm not hating on anybody how they grew up but there is it's like it kind of just lights a fire under you there's a purpose to your your work i like it I don't yeah, know what so it feels being like. Being the I only think immigrant at the table, oh, I, will, so how does this feel? Uh, I will agree with <laughs> that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like none of us know what that's <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> that's cool, though. I literally feel that way, and I don't know. I, I guess I never really put it together like that. So, so, but so go, go through really quick. So where are you so, from? Where you okay, live? so my whole family's Colombian. Um, my mom left Colombia and moved to Canada, uh, and then I was, sh I was born in Canada. And then, uh, so I'm Canadian, but I'm also Colombian. Um, and then we moved around forever, and then she got remarried and married an American guy. And then we both got citizenship. So I actually ha I am an American citizen, but I wasn't born here. So, but I mean, for my entire life, like, like my, my, you know, my family is kind of poor. Like, my mom grew up struggling. So for me, like, growing up, I've always had this, like, I have to make it. I have to do this for me, for my family, for my mom, so I can provide for her. Like, it just doesn't end inside me. I always have that, like, I have to do this. I have to be successful, you know? And I will even, like, piggyback on that. Uh, my dad is from Barbados. He's one of eight, because my grandma Jeez. was one of nine million, and she was like, I have to <laughs> carry it on. But what I love about that is not only is that work ethic there, but it's also, like, 
they feel a sense of I'm going to pass this on. Like I'm going to keep my family going. There's a legacy and like some sort of tradition there that I really admire that it's like, it doesn't end with me. And I, I want my offspring to carry on my name. And like, that's just like old school tradition. I really love. You don't see a lot of it these days. Like there's so much going on with, um, life and just trying to make it in general. So to be able to also like invigorate this culture and this youth with that, I, I think is way, way important. And I see way more of it in the immigrant mindset than I do us natural born folk. Mm. That was beautiful. Yeah. He goes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say that one time? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Got it, babe. We, we should just leave. That's my babe <laughs> right that, that there. That's me right there. <laughs> yeah, that was That's cool. me. I love that. I'm proud. Did she drop the mic? <laughs> yeah. Don't, no. yeah. Guys, guys, please, just don't, just don't, just don't, don't, yeah. don't drop it. You can make, you can make a sound yeah. with it, but just don't drop it. <laughs> yeah. That's a mic drop sound. <laughs> Pink. Pink. Um, um, anyways, okay, so Britt, how, how do we get back to... I think we covered all of that. Uh, we were going to mention uh, a couple of our upcoming events. Mm -hmm. That would be the Phoenix Europa. Uh, that is shoot some dates at me. The 14th and 15th of October. All right, and then we've got Strong Camp with Hannah Eden. That is the first weekend of November. And that's in Fort Lauderdale. She's like, she's like naming stuff, stuff that he wouldn't even know, right? She's like in the cosmetology. Cosmetology. I'm like, what's my mom's birthday? <laughs> Just random shit. Uh, <laughs> like, like, when was our first kiss? Oh, speaking of date, guy, what was your first date? <laughs> This would be cute. What was your first date? Uh, You're the date our guy. Our first date, we went to the beach. Yeah. At night. Oh, snap. But I don't know Tell the date. more. There's so What's much the sand? date? <laughs> she still has got sand yeah. in there. Uh, it would have been March. Like March 26th-ish? No. Yes, because it was, a, it, was about a week, it, was about a, it was about a month before we started dating, right? I don't know. Well, I remember the story yeah. when we were on our long run on the beach that one night for the... You know, training that for the marathon. really bad, by the way. It was meant to were, sound were bad, you, bro. Were you running in your Ellen underwear? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I only, it was funny. I shot for Brooks recently, the shoe company, and they're like, bring your underwear that you like running long distances in. And <laughs> he, like, he, only, he only brought the Ellen underwear, and they're like, no, no, you still need clothes. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> yeah, I have an obsession with Ellen. <laughs> anyway, so for another time. All right, time. ready? So nationals? The 17th and 18th of November. Okay, and then the BMW Marathon in Dallas. It is in Dallas, but I do not remember the actual dates. Uh, it's oh, in December. No, I do, I know. Oh, sorry, it's December yeah, 9th. Yeah. Look <gasps> okay. okay. at me knowing a date. What? what? You guys, my friend won the BMW Marathon in Dallas last year. Really? Oh, awesome. Is she going to cool? be there? I hope so. Her name is Jordan Snyder. Tell her to come Dude, say hi. Send her over. Oh, We're going to have a yeah, booth. Yeah, so this cool. is, a, is this our first time there. I would love, do not let us forget about that because I'd love to meet her. That's Jordan, do you hear me? Jordan <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> Jordan Snyder. She's really cool. Say it out loud and you'll remember. I would love to meet her. That'd be so cool. This is like a totally different thing for social bodies like we've never got well yeah it's we always do fitness stuff you know bodybuilding and so this is a totally different like expo avenue type thing like a i don't run but i respect people that do and it, like bmw is a huge company and so it's cool just to do something a little bit yeah. different so we're excited about it runners got butts i'm are you saying that because i'm wearing a butt shirt don't do they have butts yeah it depends if it's a sprinter Sprinters. or if it's a long distance runner most long distance runners don't Whatever. <laughs> hey, good one, Listen, DJ. everyone needs ass pants. <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why they that need the pants. That circle into why you should wear celestial bodies pants. Butts. <laughs> <laughs> Does that...